Welcome to another episode of the Property Nomads podcast. We're back with Mark Champ of War Financial again and a few articles to go over, a couple of things that caught my eye from the ever-reliable BBC. Uh, but before we dive into that, uh, Mark, you mentioned a little while ago that you've been doing uh, a charity bike ride a charity bike ride in Portugal. Um, how, how did that go? How was that? It was tough. It was tough. And uh, thanks for, for mentioning it because... Uh, we, we raised some funds for child aid uh, for the kids in, in Ukraine. So we, we managed to raise about 24,000 in the end, which uh, was a, a great number. But I, I tell you what, we did go through it. And I know it's nothing compared to what they go through in Ukraine. But we, there were some big mountains on our bike computers. It got up to 45 degrees. There was 500 miles of um, riding in five days. And, yeah, we were broken. It was horrendous. Um, and I think the worst moment came, it was actually on day one. I was I was going up a mountain, about halfway up, and um, I saw two of the other guys. They'd stopped, and I got off my bike, and I got cramp in my hamstring, and I was, I was in bits. I couldn't walk. But there was a guy called Roy who came running out of a bar that my friends had stopped at with a can of 7-Up, and he said, you're doing such a good job for you know these these people raising these monies for charity. Here's 20 euros to go and get a drink for all you guys on the the you know the rest of your um, tour. So it was just like the little things like that that kept us going. And you know this guy didn't know us, local Portuguese guy called Roy, and uh, he uh, he just you know just kept us going. And so all the support we received was great raise some really good funds and just looking forward to next year now good times I'm, I'm glad i'm glad it was good and you know that's quite a, a nice figure to raise so congratulations on that thank you um moving on and again a doctor date stamp things of course uh both smiling like cheshire cats uh, england's women done a great job the other day as well and of course liverpool on the community shield so you know hey ho it's uh, only the start of august but sporting the sporting world is very successful. Happy days. Happy days. Right, moving on. Uh, just a couple of articles that I saw, one that I was going to pick your brains about, Mark. Um, this came out the other day. Mortgage affordability test has been scrapped by the Bank of England. Uh, now, I quite like the idea of this because it relaxes things a little bit. But from a lending point of view and from, of course, you're a broker, what's, what's the reaction been from either your customers or the the lenders themselves? I would say from the customer's perspective, there hasn't been too much of a reaction because a lot of what we see is um, HMO lending and lending in the, the north of England um, where the stress tests haven't made too much of a difference anyway. So I'm talking about the unregulated market. We, we we don't work in the regulated market, but we don't see too much difference because the yields on HMOs and the um, properties in the Midlands and the North, they usually meet the stress tests easily anyway, so you can get maximum loan to value. In my area, the PRA brought in the, the stress tests at um, around 5%. And 125% for limited companies, and 140% for for personal um, uh, for for individuals borrowing, and it hasn't really affected that too much. We've not seen any customers benefit from it or had any issues because I think the lenders were 
lending responsibly anyway. It's not like back in 2008 where people were getting these ridiculous mortgages, self-certifying them and Mm -hmm. money just flowing out the door for no good reason. There has been caution and the high street lenders especially have been overly cautious in my opinion. So it hasn't made too much difference. Um, The restriction lifting, um, I suppose, frees things up for first-time buyers, which is a a good thing um, when we're talking about on the regulated side. And something had to give to allow it to be more affordable. But then you have to also think with regards to uh, wages and inflation. With inflation going up so much and wages staying where they are, the, the affordability it's gonna it's gonna be difficult anyway. So they needed to release a bit of the tension. So I don't think it's so much of a bad thing. I think um it's gonna create opportunities for people like everything does when there's a change. So I think, yeah, not a bad thing, uh, but something to always be careful, not borrow too much. Even if there aren't regulations in place, you need to know your own finances, don't borrow too much, don't overcommit and invest sensibly. Very prudent advice, very prudent advice as always, Mark, and I'd second all of that. Uh, you mentioned there about house prices, and, and again, I'm going to go back to our, our favourite place, uh, the BBC, because it's an article that made me laugh. Uh, and then the headline is, house prices defy expectations to hit record. Uh, basically, in a nutshell, uh, in June, the average house price in the UK reached 294,845. And the reason I flagged this particular article up is uh, I I like the headline, defy expectations when, you know, when you've managed to devalue your currency substantially and create inflation on the back of that, asset prices generally are going to go up. So it made me laugh that uh, I don't know what expectations the BBC are coming up with, but um, they can't be quite high. None, nonetheless, that just made me laugh. You don't really have to comment on that. Um, it just yeah, it made me laugh. Um, all of that being said, just going back to mortgage affordability on that. Yes, my first reaction there was actually that is quite a positive thing. And I have no negative news on that. But the only articles that I found that I thought would be interesting my end, uh, what's been going or if anything, what's been going on your end that you feel listeners need to know about at the moment? Well, I think the the base rate's been creeping up and we're expecting another rise um, in the start start of August. It's making it more difficult for people, but it does create opportunities. So we're seeing the increase in rates filter through to some of the uh, bridging lenders and the development lenders now. So their rates are increasing slightly. It's, It's a time where you have to think, is the profitability actually in the deal? Because with the, the the rates going up and inflation going up, i.e. costs of materials, all that sort of thing increasing, puts a strain on the, the bottom line. Is there going to be a profit in the deal? So it's something that you really need to look at when you're looking at any type of project, whether it be a refurbishment or a development. If you don't know how much profit you're going to make, don't do it. If you have a, only a skinny profit, I would say think about it very carefully because the price of things is going to continue to go up. There's going to be fuel problems are going to increase, I presume, as the war in Ukraine continues. And rates are going to creep up, as we've seen. 
Um, Shawbrook today have just sent something through that suggests that they may increase their rates. Uh, we've seen it from a lot of other lenders. And it, it has to happen. The There's plenty of uh, liquidity in the market, but rates are going to go up. And it's going to make that squeeze on the, the profit um, seem ever more real. So making sure you price a contingency into any of your, your property development or refurbishment and making sure that there's enough um, profit in there to make it worthwhile. Because there's no point doing anything if you're not going to make a profit. So that's the thing that I would really highlight that we've seen. And we're seeing offers reduce. So people are going in with an offer on a, a property and the, the vendor saying, you know, I'm not taking that offer. It's too light, whatever it may be. But then a little bit down the line, they're coming back and saying, do you know what, actually, I will say that offer um, because there isn't as much lending out there from a um, – or there's not enough profit in a deal to offer high, uh, offer, mm-hmm. offer highly on, a, uh, on any particular project. So we're seeing some bargains being picked up. We're seeing people being able to knock down the, the, uh, the offer prices. Um, and it's, it's making, making the market more competitive, but in a slightly different way. It's not competitive like falling over yourself to get higher than the, the, the asking price. It's who's going to get as close to the asking price without going over it. So it's just slightly altered, I would say. Yeah, that, that's that's interesting. So, in, increased competitiveness, uh, but not necessarily calling off. Because to me, in my mind, they're two different things. Calling off is that there are no offers coming in. Everyone's you know sitting on their hands. Whereas you're saying everything's still very competitive out there, which is true. Uh, it's just people aren't offering as much because of the way that everything yeah, else is going. Exactly that. You have supply and demand. The supply of deals is there, and it probably will it probably increase the supply mm-hmm. as people uh, find times harder and there'll be people that aren't going to be able to afford to, to keep their properties and things like that. So the supply is going to continue to go up. The demand is still there because some people have sat on their money um, and there is a liquidity, but that demand with an increased supply will bring the price of properties, well, maybe not all properties, but price of development projects down slightly and but there is still demand so it's a little bit of a strange one with the supply and demand um correlation but i can still see a lot of activity going on yeah perfect and, and for people that i speak to yeah i, I think a recurring theme of of this podcast is whenever you and i get together or you know we're, we're reacting to various news articles out there or changes to you know, taxes, legislation, all that sort of thing. It always come back to the same principle is it creates opportunities. Exactly what you said. I've said it a bunch of times. You've said it a bunch of times. But even if we're, what we're not trying to do, we're not trying to put a doom and gloom spin on everything. That's not what we're here for. We've got to be realistic. Yeah, at the same time, at that dose of realism, maybe the odd bit of pessimism. But ultimately, if your mindset is, where's my opportunity in this? you will find opportunity because it's always out. Yeah, definitely. There, there's opportunities in every market. And usually a, a downturn in the market creates more opportunities than, a, than an uptick. So it's there's deals out there to be had. 
uh, people should be looking out for them. The other thing we've seen a lot of is refinancing. The people who were on a you know a fixed rate and it's coming to the end, or people on a variable rate, they are looking to fix it now. It's become real that rates are rising pretty quickly, and they they want to fix in. So we're, nobody's coming to us and saying, Do you know what, can we have a variable rate? Um, just bear with me one second. Hold on one second. Yeah. Sorry, we had an in, intruder looking for colouring pencils, um, but but the intruder has gone. She's gone gone back to um, Princess Land, I think. So, um, well, we'll yes. keep that in the we'll keep that in the episode. By the way, I always love stuff like that popping in. Keep, keep it in. Yeah, I should have should have got her on camera as well, but she's got <laughs> food all around her face after she's <laughs> just had lunch. So, um, but what was I saying about? I can't remember what I was saying. Let me think. Oh, I what was it? It was, let's think what I was saying. Uh, rates and variables, people wanting to fix more rather Yes, than people wanting to fix refinances. That's it. So people are looking to refinance and move on to a, a, a fixed rate. And we, we did have one customer um, the other day who came to us and they said, we are on a fixed rate. Well, no, sorry, we're on a variable rate with a lender, but there, there are early repayment charges. And we want to move to a new lender. And can you help us? And I said, yeah, you, but you need to pay this early repayment charge. Oh, well, we don't want to do it then. And lenders, if you're in a, a, a any type of rate that has a penalty for leaving, you need to make sure you're aware of that. Because to, to think that the lenders are just going to go, do you know what? Yeah, the market has turned. We'll let you off. It's not going to happen, you know. They they are their early repayment charges are in there to protect the lender from movements. That's why they put them in there in the first place. So it's it's something that early repayment charges and getting in the right position for yourself is really important. And refinancing at this time may be a good thing, maybe a bad thing, because you know something could happen down the line that's going to bring interest rates back down. And if you fixed in at a higher rate, say, you know, like 5% or whatever, and it's going to drop down to the lows where we were at, at 3%, that's that's something that you need to assess. Mm-hmm. But one thing I always say is you need to think of property as a long-term investment. Mm-hmm. So it's going to go up, it's going to go down. It's the same with any investment. You're going to have peaks and troughs, but you need to ride it out and plan for the long term. Guessing the market is very difficult to do and flipping is rewarding, but it's also the thing that probably breaks the most people as well. So there's a risk reward element to everything and make sure you get it right. Yes, uh, hope is not an investment strategy. No, 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 in all circumstances. No, yes, uh, totally agree there. Um, Mark, I think that's absolutely perfect. So just to just to recap so we have looked at the fact that the mortgage the I get my words out today the mortgage affordability test has been scrapped by the bank of england which again we concur is a good thing uh, to an extent uh, house prices have defied expectations to hit record highs but uh, that's really no surprise there uh, bank of england probably by the time this episode goes out more than likely would have increased the base rate but again who knows until it actually happens 
and as usual that's going to create opportunity and then from from an insider's point of view uh, more people are starting now to fix because of everything else that's going on uh, to me that sounds like a great a great recap uh, we know where we are we're going to try not to beat the drum for the rest of the year especially when it comes down to inflation prices etc these are things we said back in december 2021 and january 2022 so we'll, let, we'll try not to beat the drum for the next few months uh, and just while while we're talking about economic updates, we produce a weekly economic update. So if the, the people uh, who are listening in want a copy of that each week, all they need to do is email us at info at wolffinancial.co.uk and we can we can send that over to them. It's free of charge, comes out every Thursday and just says what's going on. It, it tells you new products from some lenders, it tells you about the property market, it tells you about the, uh, the economy as a whole. So all you need to do is email us and we'll send it out free of charge. Yeah, I highly recommend that people do that. I'm on the mailing list and it's a very good read every Thursday. So I'll hold my hands up to that and recommend that people do that. Uh, as always, we will put that email address in the show notes. Uh, Mark, superb, thank you for your time. We look forward to sort of catching up uh, at the end of August, start of September. And uh, have a good summer holidays. Thank you very much.